I don't really identify with many of the four mother resources. I'm so passionate about talking about issues and joys surrounding motherhood. But at the same time, I don't want that to be my whole world. I just don't. When I go into my little bat cave in my basement to learn something new, to talk about something, I don't always want to talk about my kids. I don't always want to talk about myself in terms of serving my children, in terms of like the responsibility that it is to guide these beautiful little beings throughout the world and in their lives. Do you feel this? I want to be a place where the focus of the conversation starts with you as a person, as a human, you as you, the soul that you are before any of the external things come into play. Help Me See is a podcast based in intention, purpose, and heart. Vulnerable, real conversations challenging the norms and empowering you to harness your intentional vision for your purposeful life. Around here, we're not about the small talk. We're unpacking all of the unnecessary crap that we've carried with us for far too long. Some of these episodes are solo style. I like to call them my little audio journal with my innermost thoughts that leave me thinking, am I the only one that feels like this? And then some super inspiring guests having conversations that I truly feel like are needed in today's world. Listen into a new episode every Wednesday and leave inspired by your everyday with a deep piece of knowing that you're not alone and have the innate power to make this life count. Have you ever just felt like you're missing it and you're not even sure what it is? And then all of a sudden you look back at like baby pictures of your kid and you don't even understand where the time went in the most cliche way. That's why I created Nostalgia Now. Imagine if you were able to just activate your nostalgia vision in any given moment and just know that you're really seeing it, that you're really experiencing your good old days now. Join us at the intersection of photographic practice, connecting to your truth, and creative expression so that you can live more of your life on purpose. Nostalgia Now is a monthly membership that is filled with doable, sustainable practices that we'll actually carry with us in our lives. We meet once a month where we connect and make things on purpose, where we actually do something with the photos that just sit on our phone of our precious memories. Have the peace of mind of knowing you'll never have to say, I wish I knew how important that was at the time, because you will know, you'll see it. Because I'm just opening this beautiful community, I have a special offer. If you join with a buddy or a bestie, you get half off. You each get half off your monthly membership fee for the duration for as long as you stay in your membership. So if you buddy up, you both get half off. Click the link in the show notes or link in bio on Instagram. Find out everything you need to know. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. 
we are in our release series, our monthly intention for the month of April. Release, to allow, to enable, to escape from confinement, to set free. That is how we're defining release. And for this episode, I had plans. (laughs) Doesn't every good story start with that? Well, the plan was... (laughs) I had plans to talk about more of the nuances of like the habits and the rituals we can get caught up in that if we get to notice them and notice that they're not serving us anymore, releasing things like that could really free up more space in our lives and in ourselves than we realize. But I ended up leaning more into a self-discovery that I just felt in my gut I should talk about. Um, And if it hits home for you, then I'm glad that I went out on a limb to talk about it (laughs) as usual. Um, As I sat down to record, I was just thinking about what is really coming up for me right now? Like what is top of mind in my life? Because throughout this month, I have been keeping the idea of release close to me. And in doing so, I recognized some resistance I was having around um, a commitment to motherhood, a commitment to saying, you know, as I put out these new products and as I'm in these really awesome masterminds and people are asking me like, who is this mostly geared towards? I had to rifle with the fact that I was having some resistance just saying mothers. You'll hear me flush it out in in the episode, but, you know, a lot of it had to do with the fact that my truth is I do not want to be consumed by my motherhood identity. I really strongly want to hold on to um, things that interest me and spaces that I want to make for myself totally unrelated to motherhood. And although... My children are such a huge part of my world and my inspiration, you know, in the work that I create. I really wanted to honor the fact that I didn't want to create another space that felt like an echo chamber for what I was kind of, I don't want to say sick about talking about, but (laughs) I want what this platform to be a reprieve, kind of a space to go to just feel like me and for you to feel like you and to listen to conversations that aren't always about being a mother. So consider this episode sort of a case study, (laughs) a case study of what happens when you don't just glaze over why you feel weird about something, but really force yourself to think into it. (laughs) (laughs) and then release it. We get to choose where we dedicate time and attention to in our life and in our brain. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget the fact that we don't always have to bucket ourselves in the way that's already laid out for us. We can create these very niche subsets for ourselves and 
in doing so, I believe that we're strengthening the muscle of our own voice. I think that not just being okay with generalizing, even though it doesn't feel quite right to you, gives us the opportunity to feel more seen and create something new in this world, to express something that is so uniquely you. And that's a really, really powerful thing. So I hope this uh, journal entry-esque episode resonates with you and you can relate in some way. I'm in the process of setting up some really exciting um, guest interviews in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for some special guests. And in the meantime, enjoy my very private ramblings. So this is something I wasn't planning on talking about today. (laughs) I had this whole idea of what I wanted to talk about today in this um, episode. We're still in the month of release. So with this monthly intention being released, I've been just keeping it in the back of my mind as I go through my life and my everyday. Um, And something came up for me that I feel like is very interesting. And I'm so curious any of you can relate. It's really hard to describe. Um, so I'm going to try my best, but I would be really interested to hear if this is something that resonates with you. So as I was creating my membership, I was asked the question, a very simple and direct question. Is this for mothers, like specifically for mothers. And I can't even articulate to you why it was so hard for me to say yes. Well, I couldn't at the time, but now I feel like I can. (laughs) I think that it's been really difficult for me to say, yes, I'm making this specifically for mothers because I myself have had a hard time with the identity mother. I love my children, obviously, or not obviously, I don't know, whatever you want to say. I don't even feel like I should be justifying myself in this way, but uh aha, this is a natural thing. I feel like many mothers preface anything that they're going to say that is the least bit self-indulgent by... (laughs) by saying, I love my children, but, and that's part of the problem, isn't it? (laughs) Um, I love my children to the ends of the earth and beyond. And I am so grateful for being blessed with the opportunity of being their mother, but I do not feel mainly categorized by the word mother. I just don't. I don't feel like when I think of myself and what I identify with, the first word that comes to mind isn't mother. There's just so much more that 
comes to mind and not saying so much more in that, like there are bigger things. I don't know that really almost anything is bigger than the transition of becoming a mother and like what that means on many different levels. But what I'm saying is I've struggled with feeling pulled into that world, feeling like, well, now, um, there are mom blogs and now there are, I don't really identify with many of the for mother resources. And I think that's why I've been hesitant. Of course, I have a significant soft spot and, you know, affinity for having these conversations. And I'm so passionate about talking about um, issues and joys surrounding motherhood. But at the same time, I don't want that to be my whole world. I just don't. When I go into my little back cave in my basement to learn something new, to talk about something, I don't always want to talk about my kids. I don't always want to talk about myself in terms of serving my children, in terms of like the responsibility that it is to guide these beautiful little beings throughout the world and in their lives. Do you feel this? Do you identify with this? Like I revere and am so grateful for this role, but I also very strongly feel like this is a role. It is part of a whole. It is not my whole. I feel so intensely about having diversity in all of these different conversations. And it's so important to me that while I know that my tribe of creative mamas, mamas that are on this quest for expressions and really noticing and all of the mushy gushiness that I love so much, I don't want to be another platform that feels like it is mostly about the motherhood role. Does that make sense? I so appreciate and thank the Lord that (laughs) these resources exist. It is so, so important. And the more groups of people supporting mothers and having these conversations, the better. But personally, I feel this divide of firmly not wanting to be another place that the conversation is all about the weight in which um, your role of mother plays in your life. I want to be a place where the focus of the conversation starts with you as a person, as a human, you as you, the soul that you are before any of the external things come into play. Does that make sense? Right? Like it makes sense to me. 
I love conversations about motherhood and like the pressures of what happens and, you know, revolting against the, (laughs) the norms and the expectations and the bullshit. Yes. And I want everyone to feel comfortable bringing those conversations and talking about it. But I want first and foremost, the launching point, the, the core of what it is that I'm talking about and offering and being and doing to be about making space for you, for me, just space to think, to feel, to be. I just wanted to release that (laughs) with this monthly intention of release. I was never really able to articulate it in that way. And that's how I feel. I just, everything that I make so naturally lends itself through the lens of like mothers and, you know, the time sensitivity of like having a baby that's growing up and all of the visuals, all of the art that I make, so much of it that is so deeply linked with my children. They're like my muses. But that doesn't mean that I want my whole world to live and breathe and emanate that. And I think that these distinctions, these fine lines that we can put our finger on are freeing. I can now release this weird feeling that I was feeling. I was really bothered about that. I was like, why? I love talking, having motherhood conversations. I love this. Why am I having such a hard time? Like putting this line, line in the sand almost of like just owning this. And it was cause I don't want to perpetuate this all encompassing, almost claustrophobic feeling of motherhood that can happen. And I just wanted to make that clear. And I'm, I feel better for doing so. <laughs> and then also in talking about release, I, what I wa- originally wanted to talk about in this episode is the way it shows up for us in the daily habits of our lives that we're, that we're in the cycle of that we don't necessarily realize, um, because they're not glaringly obvious because they're not glaringly and obviously damaging, but it doesn't mean that they're not. Um, my example that I'm going to give <laughs> is I feel an intense fear around the idea, not even an actual experience of, but the idea of quote unquote, letting someone down by not, by disappointing them in any way. And being a content creator, that's something you just have to roll with. You put your heart and soul into these things and you have to rifle with the fact that that's a possibility, right? Obviously. Um, But I never really thought about where that would come from. It was frustrating because it's like, I've never had this like scarring experience of that happening in any way, shape or form growing up because of the type of person I just am, whatever's in my DNA, hearing people say, 
you know, things like, oh my gosh, it's a great job. Oh my gosh, she's like a sponge. She soaks this up. Having that be an expectation, even though it was the softest expectation. My parents were so chill about like work um, or schoolwork. And if I ever came home crying because I got a bad grade, they'd put it on the fridge because they thought it was hilarious. Like I couldn't have had a more relaxed environment of expectations. And yet, I still, with every accomplishment, felt like I was holding my breath. Like, when was I going to drop the other, the shoe? When was I going to let someone down? When was I going to disappoint and not, you know, one up myself from the last time, you know, from when I was like a kid, kid. And I think that realizing the source of what I'm feeling now in adulthood enables me to let it go easier, right? Because right now as an adult, as I'm making things and I'm feeling this knot in my chest, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Why? Why, why, why? I don't have, when you don't, when you're not able to logically trace back a reason for why you're feeling a certain way, because we're human beings and we're always trying to compartmentalize and like label things as good and bad and this and that, and that's a whole nother bucket of worms. Um, it's really hard to feel free from it and release from it. But because I was able to kind of identify the origin of that, and it was trickier because it wasn't this obvious event. It wasn't this like trauma. It was, it was this like very understated, like gradual thing um, that just built and built and built in me. And now that I can see that and name that and get familiar with it, I can release it. I can feel like, oh, from the time where I was a little girl and every single good thing that happened, I just felt like I was climbing higher and higher on a ladder. And it was like, oh my gosh, when am I going to fall? When am I going to fall? Finding that in my little girl self I can feel so much more compassion for myself. So this is, okay, this is the part in the episode where I'm going to give you a couple a couple prompts here. So let's think about this. What is a nuanced habit or a reoccurring feeling that you have that you can't quite peg, that you don't exactly understand why you have it? Try to trace that back. I think that um, a lot of things get missed because we're looking for some huge event. You know, they talk about trauma with a capital T, but there's also trauma with a lowercase t. And that's what we're talking about. What is something, some belief, some story that you're telling yourself about yourself that you're ready to just put down and let go of? I would love, love, love to hear your thoughts about, about this, or if you identify with (laughs) my feelings around, um, motherhood and, uh, identity and yeah, I mean, I always want to hear from you guys, but especially with this episode, I'm just so curious about this because, um, I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of, what's the word? Like there's an appetite for wanting to come together to discuss 
you know, motherhood experiences and our beautiful children. But, but I want to kind of see what the feelings are for mothers specifically coming together, not necessarily wanting motherhood to be the core of what we're talking about. <laughs> Bueller, is anybody there? Hi, <laughs> my name's Bianca. <laughs> and I know that I am a really good mother, loving mother, but I also know that I am a human being with appetites for different things as well. Nice to meet you. <laughs> okay. That is what I have for you today. I hope you journal on this prompt. Um, if you're part of nostalgia now, I'm going to write this prompt in the Facebook group so it doesn't get lost. And um, yeah, I'll catch you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. <laughs> and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast. <laughs>